Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. What we've stumbled upon here, I think, is one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. They call it the oldest clause, and they say, tell your friends and tell your enemies. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Anchor, welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. I'm Levi at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. And I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. And you're, you were almost off the list. Almost you're up staying. the list. You're, you're staying. staying now. And the reason why we're saying this is because this is the third time now that we're trying to record this. So, And I did two podcasts earlier, and it was perfectly fine. So, Anchor. What the hell, man? Don't mess with us. But then again, I was on Wi-Fi, so I switched to LTE because Verizon is the most reliable network. It is, and I, I use that network as well as you. So, Verizon, if you want to sponsor the show... Uh, go ahead. And if you want your own t-shirt, head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. Look at what we got or email us and tell us you want a Verizon shirt with the heels and quads logo on it. There you go. Email Verizon. Tell them to sponsor the show. Tell them that the CEO of Verizon needs to head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads and check out one of two designs. The second design finally went up today, ladies and gents. So head on over yes. to get some of that stuff or go over to color and elbowbrand.com use code heels and quads in all caps and save 10 percent. yes there we go we got that out of the way but we got two or three more times we gotta do yeah it, we gotta so. we gotta do it a few more times <laughs> so today uh we're all gathered here today tommy and i to finally do what was voted on on twitter as actually it was the most favorite big time it was the highest voted poll we've had right yeah uh, we gave a few options. I don't remember what all the other ones were. Right uh, now, Bullet but... Club debut. Um, 
Oh, yeah, it was all fantasy booking options. Yeah, it was Bullet Club debuts in WWE. Uh, what else was it? WrestleMania 34 build. WrestleMania 34 build, which, I mean, we kind of do that anyways, and they're kind of going with what we assume they're going with, so there's no sense in yeah. that winning. Um, and then there was, I think there was one more, wasn't there? Yeah, I don't remember what the third one was, but this one, let's just call this one the fourth one, the Invasion 2001 Angle. Uh, notorious for being a big failure, supposedly. I enjoyed it. I was a kid at the time. I thought it was fun to watch because, uh, I don't know, it was just really fun. Well, here's, cool. the, here's the thing that's, that was fun about it is in 2001, WWE was still known as WWF. Right. So that makes it even more fun. Uh, I had to get the gimmick out. Levo's uh, got his gimmick, and I'm not. I'm not enjoying a hashtag ice cold gimmick. I'm. Ha- I'm enjoying a hashtag, uh, my favorite diet soda, gimmick. Oh, are you are you drinking a flavored diet coke? It's not diet coke. I didn't want to say the name of the brand. It is diet. It starts with a P and ends in an I. So. Oh, okay. Go with okay. that. Yeah, there we go. Oh yeah, don't don't say it. Let's not and, say uh, it unless, unless they want to sponsor the show. We yeah. can say it. And because uh, now they're aspartame free, so. That's why I, I stuck to this. Ooh, okay. I don't, want, I don't want that shit in my body that causes cancer as I'm about to light up a cigarette. That doesn't cause cancer, though. That just puts hair on your chest. Makes you a man. You that's, why a man. I started, that's why I started vaping. Hey, if there is any kids out there, don't smoke. Don't drink. Do the things the right way. Take your but vitamins, say okay. your prayers, drink your milk. Go to your go to your local uh, vapor supply store and buy yourself a vape if you feel like doing that because... The only ingredients in uh, e-liquid, if you're buying the right e-liquid, uh, should only be propylene glycol, uh, vegetable glycerin, and uh, artificial or natural flavoring, and or nicotine, if you want nicotine euros. I personally use nicotine in mine at three milligrams, so anybody who wants to sponsor me with some vape juice. <laughs> yeah, come on, vape companies, get on board. And uh, speaking of uh, gimmicks... If anybody at the fine folks of Yingling Brewing Company wants to sponsor oh, the show, yes. we by the way, that's in Arkansas, Arkansas now. This, yes, we have it where I work on tap. It will be available. Oh, you do. It will be available in cans and bottles next week. So I will be partaking in dude. Oh a yeah, a lot of Yingling drinking next week. <laughs> yep, I think I think I'll have, you probably you probably got to drink that on the East Coast, right? Yeah, absolutely. I grew up. I kind of grew up drinking that stuff, and obviously, Man, I. Uh, anytime anybody comes back from the East Coast, usually brings me at least a case. Um, when I was in Florida, it's necessary. A couple of years ago, uh, summer before last, I took the kids and the wife to Florida, and I drank nothing but Yingling the whole time. Well, it's a good it's a good beer for like it's one of those like it's almost like a like a better Coors to me because it's one of those beers that's not super fucking heavy and that you can drink every season. And and the light is actually really good. Like if if you don't drink full flavored beers and you're more of a light person, Yingling Light is delicious, especially in a can. And because I'm a can man, and it's only 99 calories. Nice. Not to be confused with only 9.99. Well, that's how much the WWE Network is, and that is what I watched a lot of 2001 wrestling on uh, recently. That was a nice actually. segue. Yes, it was. <laughs> I did watch a lot of 2001 stuff recently. Uh, and when I say recently, probably was like last year. And it wasn't for this or anything because we had no intention of doing it just yet last year. But I was watching a little bit of it. I look back at 2001 every now and then as a nostalgic year for me because that's my favorite WrestleMania is X7. Mm-hmm. 
17 X7. That's my favorite WrestleMania. It's probably the most talked about WrestleMania, too. Yeah, it was just the, – the card was just great, and you got Rockin' Austin number two, and, and – I this... personally enjoyed the gimmick Battle Royal myself. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was a good one, too. Definitely. Yeah, I was playing with – I think I was still playing with a lot of wrestlers at the time, and I was – I had a – I had a – well, at the time, I didn't have a Raw crate, SmackDown crate, and Legends crate, but I did have a Legends box with all my Legends wrestlers, and so I really got down on that. But the gimmick Battle Royal was pretty badass. All right, well, let's dive in. So we start... The, oh, this is the Invasion 2001 fantasy booking, uh, as I stated earlier. Um, do you want to just do what we spoke of earlier, Dylan? You want me to just head into it? Yeah, head, go ahead and head into it, and I'll just kind of fill in the blanks, because... I didn't know Levi was going to prep as much as he did. Uh, I obviously didn't put as much work into it. I just kind of made matches. You put work and... in other places, so don't give yourself well, a pat on the back well, no, for that. No, 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 I know. But uh, <laughs> I, know. I made matches, and like my main matches were going to be the feuds for the for the whole year. And you know, obviously the undercard, uh, mid card was going to be just kind of they they were interchangeable. All right. So. I'll let Levi go, and then I'll kind of just fill in the blanks, and then I'll give you guys a little... At the end, I'll give you guys my matches that I typed up. All right. So, uh, I went with the March 26th, uh, Vince buys WCW. I don't remember if it was a kayfabe thing or if it was a legit uh, a shoot that night, because I remember watching Raw that night, and it was, a, it was pretty fucking crazy, because both shows... Uh, Vince was on the Titantron and Shane was at Nitro. So that kind of kept that the same because you have to. You can't really change anything about that. Um, but my my true fantasy booking starts on April 1st at WrestleMania. And it doesn't start till the end. And everything's the same. Rock versus Austin, number two. Um, you know, Vince comes down and for some reason, and, and I kind of, after I wrote this, I kind of, scene i just kind of did a pointless booking thing here but uh vince still helps stone cold win the match but in my booking stone cold's down and he just beats the shit out of the rock with a chair for no reason because he's got a grudge against the rock at the time let's just put it that way and so uh he screws rock over and stone cold wins and stone cold gets up he's got the belt and vince puts out his hand to shake but instead of vin of uh Stone Cold actually making contact and shaking hands, it goes dark in the arena. And this is at the end of WrestleMania. So this leaves you with a cliffhanger waiting for the night after WrestleMania. And after it goes dark, well, it kind of, on your TV screens, it turns black and white. And on the Titantron, there it is. It's the NWO. There it is. New world order. And the crowd pop is unbelievable. And uh, everybody's everybody's kind of in awe, like, what the fuck is going on? Even The Rock is kind of starting to get him, get his composure and get up, and he's in the corner. And they're staring at the stage, and out comes Hogan playing air guitar, Scott Hall wobbling, and Nash trying not to blow a quad. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> did you actually write that no no i didn't oh, okay. but that, that was all uh improv <laughs> okay um they all walk out and there's kind of a stare down between the three in the ring and the three up there and vince is looking around like what the hell's going on 
Stone Cold's just kind of looking like I'll still kick your ass and Rock is like a bloody mess, but he's like, they're all kind of, everybody's kind of in awe. And uh, that's it. The show ends. And so, you know, even the audience doesn't see anything. They just, everything ends. Everybody goes backstage. Well, the next night on Raw, Rock comes out to start the show and says he's screwed out of his title. Austin comes down, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes down after. He says he didn't need Vince's help, and he'll kick his ass at Backlash if he wants his rematch. Well, then Vince comes down, because, you know, at the at Raw, everybody's got to make their grand entrance at the third show over and over and over again. Uh, Vince comes down and says, yeah, yeah, you guys can do your rematch at Backlash, but we have bigger problems, and that's these three that came back last night. This poison, and he still uses the poison thing. The that poison. He <laughs> I'm injecting <laughs> the poison. <laughs> I'm injecting a poison into the company. Um, so, yeah, they, he's out there talking about that. And uh, NWO is not there that night because, obviously, these guys are going to have a limited schedule, especially Hogan, and get paid a ton of money. Because, realistically, I went with these three guys. They get their contracts bought out because what was the hottest thing in WCW towards the end was the NWO. Well, that died off eventually. So he buys their three contracts. They're the only ones... Out of the Ted uh, Turner contracts that he bought out, because he could afford those three, um, and all the other guys still come though, DDP, Booker, and all that. And that's what I'm getting to here is as these guys are talking in the ring, you start to see Booker come out of the crowd, DDP coming out of the crowd, um, Sean Stasiak, and those guys start coming out, and they all surround the ring. DDP's the guy who grabs the mic and says, you screwed us out of our jobs by buying the company, and we're going to make your life hell. And Vince is like, whatever, you know, if you guys want jobs, you're going to work for it. This is my company. That's my money. I bought your company out. I put you guys in the ground. He flexes his nuts a little bit, basically. The grapefruits. And the grapefruits. He's got to flex the grapefruits. Uh, so Vince says, yeah, if you guys want jobs, you're going to work for it. And this is kind of setting up Backlash. So Backlash turns out to be a pretty big show because – uh, he says, you know, if you WCW guys win X amount of matches, I'll give you all contracts or whatever. <clears throat> so at Backlash, kind of changes the card, and Backlash turns out to have a pretty awesome card. So I wrote down some matches for that. Uh, Triple H versus Booker T being one of them uh, because the power trip wasn't going to happen because Austin didn't turn heel at this point because why have Austin turn heel? That was kind of a weird thing about that year. Still the biggest question I have <coughs> that yeah. show. It was odd because it's just like that rivalry was so strong, and then all of a sudden, like him and McMahon are buddies. Yeah, um, we're just we're gonna put it down. Nah, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. Um. So yeah, it sets up some backlash matches. I won't go through all the raws in between there, and there's a lot of shit I skipped out on throughout the summer. But you got Triple H versus Booker T, Edge versus DDP. Uh, I wrote down Billy Gunn versus Sean Stasiak just because. Well, uh, you got you got to have meat go against somebody. Meat. <laughs> and now it's Doctor Sean Stasiak. Yes, me. yes. Um, Hall and Nash versus Taker and Kane. Uh, Stone Cold versus The Rock. That's the title rematch. And what goes down at this show? First of all, uh, Triple H goes over Booker because, of course, Booker's not going to win that match. He's um, the game. He's the game. Uh, DDP beats Edge, thus getting his job. Um, Billy Gunn and Sean Stasiak's match is kind of just a 
upper mid card match. Stasiak wins by a cheap roll up. I'm um, an ass man. Bow, wow. Yeah, I'm an ass man. Um, so there's a originally on the Backlash 2001 card. There's Raven versus Rhino for the hardcore title, and this is when ECW debuts. They assist uh, Rhino in winning it, or vice versa, whoever was the title holder. They do that, and then everybody's like, oh my god, there's more to this. ECW's here, what the hell, Paul Heyman and the boys are all there. So this this creates the beginning of the alliance. Um, Hall and Nash beat Taker and Kane with help from X-Pac, because X-Pac is one of their boys, but he's a WWF guy at the time, but he helps them, and he's back in the NWO. Um during the Stone Cold and Rock title rematch, Hulk Hogan screws the Rock. And this is going to set up the WrestleMania 18 match. This is going to be a year-long build, slow thing. Uh, NWO beats down Stone Cold after he beats the Rock. And it kind of ends with the just total confusion. The show just, they're like, what the fuck? <clears throat> so on from that, <clears throat> I got a frog again. Oh, God. Kind of blabbing here. Uh, the the Raw after Backlash Vince opens up the show comes out keeps his word he gives the NWO their job you know "Ah, it was a poison blah 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 Uh, DDP gets his job and he kind of tries to screw Booker out of his this is just kind of a weird thing I did Uh, he kind of tries to screw Booker out of his job and says "You, you lost your match to the game you couldn't beat the game and NWO comes out, their music hits, and they said, it's all right that he lost his match because you hired the NWO. You didn't hire everybody, all of us, in uh, by different contracts. You hired the NWO, kayfabe, whatever. So Booker T comes out with an NWO shirt on. And mind you, NWO now is Booker T, X-Pac, and the original three. Uh, kind of... From here, it's just kind of summertime. It's weeks go by of WCW guys tormenting WWF and Vince, and titles change back and forth. Uh, you have a lot of titles right now. And so we kind of get to the end of the summer, um, beginning the SummerSlam build after fully loaded slash invasion, whatever you want to call it that year. Um, it was just a title show, basically. It's just all title matches back and forth, WCW versus WWE. WWF, excuse me. And then at SummerSlam, we get a build to SummerSlam. And so at SummerSlam, you're going to have the undisputed tag team championship match because you don't need the two, you don't need the WCW tag title and the WWF one. Uh, I kept this match the same as the original one. It's the Brothers of Destruction, Kane and Taker, versus DDP and Canyon in the steel cage because it was a good match. And uh, obviously, the Brothers of Destruction win this. I kind of nixed the creepy DDP thing. <laughs> I'm sure you can agree with that. The weird, like, stalking Sarah thing. I don't, I don't know. I liked it. And the smiling. I thought it was entertaining. But it was just... good, but I, I, I just, yeah, <laughs> I, I just nixed it out of this just so it would make sense more of, like, he's on WCW side. He's not, like, stalking Taker's wife. But it was good. It was okay. Um, kept, I kept the RVD and Jeff Hardy ladder match because that was a great match. Um, and then you got... Somewhere along the line in the summer, Scott Hall becomes U.S. champion again. So you got Edge versus Scott Hall at SummerSlam, Intercontinental versus U.S. title. Edge wins that and because Intercontinental title is going to be the end-all, be-all of the titles. So they're kind of trying to unify these, basically. Yeah, you're, ki- uh, you're, trying to, you're going to kill off the WCW titles. 
Right. That's that's what it was. There's you know there's the cruiserweight light heavyweight match, um, some other random matches on the card, and then the two main events here. I kept Booker and Rock for the WCW title. Rock does win the WCW title because we're going to keep vengeance the same down the road. Uh, and the main event for SummerSlam, I booked as was Steve Austin because WrestleMania. Um, this match kind of ends in controversy like usual, as you know, because it's a W it's a NWO thing. Um, so and it back then all the title matches, the, the WWF title, the heavyweight title matches are always no disqualification. If I'm not mistaken, I remember them being that way. You're correct. So, and it just, that just kind of went away in recent years. But, uh, so you get Hogan versus Austin. Well, I mean, guess what happens? NWO helps Hogan win the title. So now you got the belt back on old Hulk Hogan. I figured you'd like that, actually. <laughs> back on Terry. Um, you got the belt back on Terry. And this is kind of where I cut off, and I was just going to kind of improv from here with you. Do you have um, any spray so Hogan- paint the belt at the end? I, I mean, I, I don't see why not, just because they want to desecrate the WWF title. So, yeah, Cause, just cause like at, they did the World Heavyweight Because at this point, it's, it's the big round one, right? Yes. With, uh, like, the bluish strap. Yeah, yeah, it's okay, the one that... Okay. Yeah. I, I was making sure, because it, it didn't change over to the weird, squarish-looking one until Ruthless Aggression, right? The, the undisputed one, yeah, yeah. it was Ruthless okay. Aggression, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So this is that's the last title that Hogan actually won was after Mania when he beat uh, Triple H. Yeah, and I liked that little period. I liked that because the title was kind of changing. It was a fun little summer to watch. But yeah, so Hogan, I I, I was a fan of that time period. Like, because I mean, obviously being the big Hogan mark that I am, I enjoyed him having one last run with the title. But yeah, I totally. just was never a fan of a of that look, and I know a lot of people will disagree because I know a lot of people, including yourself, like the look of that title. I yeah. just thought it was. I guess it's just not the title I grew up with, so I'm always going to be more of a Winged Eagle fan. Well, yeah, I mean, I love the Winged Eagle. Don't get me wrong. I, I think the Winged Eagle could have went on all the way up to that title, but for some reason they changed it to that the round one. Unless, um, unless when Stone Cold had the belt, and then it was the Smoking Skull, but which was which cool. was sweet with the rattlesnake back and all that. I, th- anyway. I think off the top of your invasion for a second, I think if you wanted to make Undisputed Belt a little better, they should have just used that instead of for years. But yeah. the Spinner Belt was over, so whatever. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, like I said, man, from here I just kind of figured we improv on this. Hogan's the champion; he's obviously going to be. Like you know, like in WCW, he's not going to be at defending the title at every pay per view, so he doesn't defend it at Unforgiven. He probably doesn't defend it at No Mercy. But he still shows in a up Survivor every Series. Monday. That was the thing. Is like people, you know, bitch a lot about Hogan and WCW, and like, oh, well, he never defended the belt. Yeah, but he was pretty much always. But at he Hogan. was there. Yes. But that yes. was kind he of the was thing. always there. Was like he would, like JJ Dillon would say, "Hey, you haven't defended your title in thirty days. We're gonna." Sh- we're going to uh, strip you of the title if you don't defend your title. And then it was kind of like a build to a match. It was always, he was always in a build. So, yeah. And he was always there doing the promos, which I mean, shit, I, I mean, as, as a Hulk Hogan fan, I'd almost rather listen to him talk than wrestle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> we'll call his fate a space. Now, let's now, be real. You can go back and yeah. watch, uh, and you can do this on uh, New Japan world. Um, you can go back and watch some of Hogan's matches in Japan. And he was 
really actually pretty freaking great in the ring. Maybe it was just because of the, you know, the two companies wanted him to be, they wanted him to be Hulk Hogan. Yeah, maybe. but I mean, in Japan, he was doing drop kicks and all kinds of shit. But he kind of got some freedom. Anyways, we I digress. <clears throat> so, uh, I mean, what do you say, man? After SummerSlam, I say maybe Hogan does a match, but it's a non-title at Unforgiven, maybe. Uh, or maybe he holds the belt and just and just is a dick and is like, I'm not. And, but he's it's kayfabe, right? It's on TV. He's like, I'm not defending this belt. I earned this back, and they're just being total heels. Uh, NWO is basically taken over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. NWO is kind of taken over again, and but this time it's it's more over because it was at the right time, not like the year a couple months down the line where it was kind of just random. And, and I love this because you actually have it kind of start the year before. Yeah, like, so yeah. it builds that Rock and Hogan right. match, and that and that's what that match. I mean, not that that match wasn't a great. Uh, well, I can't say it was a great match. It was a great moment. The match was still good. Yeah. But a lot of it was just yeah. fair enough. But once the match picked up, man, Hogan worked his ass off of that match. Yeah, and I mean, you remember the Jer- poor Jericho and Triple H, man. They were The crowd was dead. And, they, and Jericho admits it to this day on his podcast. He didn't want to follow it. No, no. They should have went before it. I mean, that's that's definitely the main. But, that, but I mean, Hogan. this was still in that time. Like you said, the, the title always closed the show. So. Yep. Um, but, no, I really like what you did going in, uh, obviously, leaving SummerSlam. Um, I think you're right, man. I think Hogan, you know, kind of just – he's on Raw. He's, you know, whatever, doing whatever. He's there. Him. He's there, but he's not defending the title. Yeah, he's cold, but he's doing it. They're booked it that way on purpose because he's being just the arrogant heel. It's like this is my belt; I earn it back. It's spray painted every week. It's got he's holding the same belt, the NWO. You know, you get to see the WWF belt with the NWO on it, which would be cool. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. And so, and I and I did that. I booked it that way with SummerSlam with Hogan and uh, Stone Cold because. You obviously keep Rock and Hogan because that was the end all be all for this, anyways. But they knew that they knew that going into when they brought them in. So even here, yeah. you know the eventual payoff is Hogan and Rock at Mania. And that's yeah, and that's why it didn't happen at SummerSlam. It didn't happen at Survivor Series. But we'll, we'll get to that. But every, everybody still you everybody just... still wants to see Hogan and Stone Cold. Yeah, they want to see the rematch. Uh, I think maybe you do that. Maybe we do that at Survivor Series. We say the rematch happens then. Stone Cold gets the belt back because Survivor Series is when the WWF does beat uh, WCW, and then it just kind of ends. It stops being. Maybe we stop it there, or we stop it at WrestleMania. That's the question. Because Survivor Series, you got to have the WWF versus WCW match. I, I honestly, that's, I honestly think I think you end it here. I think you. Ended a little early, but I yeah. mean, just going off the way you booked. Now, my thought going into it is we build it for a full year, but I kind of yeah. What I had in mind was you know it was going to be more of the same time period, but just everybody kind of comes in at the same time. Maybe NWO comes in a little bit earlier. I like that because I mean they kind of did, um, or actually they did, but yeah. You, I mean, you still want. You know, you want the build. 
The build is where it's at. Yeah. The build, the build is where you're in turn going to make your money. So, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think Austin beats Hogan for the title at Survivor Series. And then you have, like, uh, let's see. I think you have, you have like, a WCW team, WWF team, obviously. But then maybe you have, like, yeah. an NWO, maybe ECW team. Yeah. As, uh, like, another Survivor Series match? Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously you're going to have more than one elimination match. And then, I mean, you obviously have to have... And you have a plethora of talent. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, the, the sky's the freaking limit at this point. Um, and then, I mean, but where would you take it going to the Rumble? Who, who wins your so Rumble I, beforehand? So, uh, I mean, obviously, with Survivor Series, um, like we said... All that happens there. The WWF team wins uh, just overall because they have to close it out with, you know, you say the build to Survivor Series is Vince says, if if my teams win at this show, then all this nonsense is over. And you guys keep your jobs and whatnot, but all this I'm taking over shit is over. And they, they agree, you know, they eventually come to an agreement. And then when you go up to Rumble, um... I mean, why doesn't Triple H still win it, you know? Maybe he wins still. That was his rumble. Yeah. Or do but, you or do you say we do something do you, with I mean, uh, do, you, do you keep the do you keep the strap on Austin through Mania? He's the champ. Well, that's a valid question cuz you could take it off him at uh you could take it off him at Rumble. It goes to I don't know, it goes to somebody else and then rock picks it up at no way out and then you do rock and hogan at wrestlemania at for, for the title for the title oh okay well that changes everything because that makes it that eliminates the fact of chris and triple h having to try to go after that match because then that match becomes the main event automatically because not only yeah is it the biggest match on the card but it's also for the title for the title, right. And then the WCW title is still kind of floating around because unless we unify him at Vengeance still, that's another question. I think, I think you keep them separate. Yeah, that and works. Maybe, and maybe even do a, maybe even at some point you're doing a draft beforehand. Yeah, because the draft was after, right after Mania pretty right. much. Um, but I think you have the draft a little sooner, maybe even after Survivor Series. Yeah. Just because it's like, okay, we won, we're we're ending this, but we have way too big of a roster for everybody to get an opportunity on, you know, both these shows, but, you know, obviously Rock and Triple H and Stone Cold, they're going to wrestle on both shows. Yeah. So you have to split the titles early so that yep. way you have a title on each. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say... Bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say... Bring it on. 
Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Show. Which, in going into Survivor Series, I mean, I think Rock would still be WCW champ. And so Rock goes uh, to SmackDown. Yeah, Rock goes to SmackDown. And he originally did, I think. Yeah, he did. In the original draft. Yeah. So he goes to SmackDown. Stone Cold's obviously going to be the Raw guy. And then, uh, well, then, yeah. Then I guess at Rumble. See that does that does make the question. So let's roll with that then. Yeah, you you do the draft right after Survivor Series, and I think you keep NWO on Raw because that's the flagship show, and NWO is kind of a hot attraction. Um, and then for SmackDown, you got like you said, Rock, um, Taker probably Triple H, Triple H, uh, Booker, kind of the bigger names that you would want to see on the separate show than Austin and NWO. Because obviously yeah. Austin and the NWO is going to kind of take over Raw completely. Yes. I'm vaping it up, sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, you got that, and then I guess you know, going into... Vengeance is kind of just... I don't I don't think there's... I don't think you do many big matches at Vengeance. You do... No, it's, it's kind of everybody's kind of getting their footing. They're, they're like, okay, well this brand split thing is kind of weird but yeah. let's see what we can do yeah so you just do kind of some one-off title matches um you don't really start anything until after vengeance to build for mania and i think that's when you kind of start to put in place the hogan and rock thing because i think rock just goes ahead and maybe yeah there you go Rock holds the WCW title all the way until WrestleMania or after because I think he still goes over Hogan. Hogan Hogan has the Hogan we have Hogan win the the WWE title back from Austin at the Rumble. There we go. And that way at Mania it's going to unify him again. There we go. So we go. they have a draft but then they kind of like nix the idea or we have the champion show up on both shows. Yeah. Maybe that. Because that's with, how it was, too, when they first did it. Taker bounced between both shows. Right. And with Rock being the champion, other than Hogan, Hogan only has to really work Raw. So it's not as as tedious of a work schedule for him being that he was older. Um, yeah, and he's going to do what he, you know, they're going to give him what he wants. Right, because he's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. So. so I mean, yeah, I mean, there it is. I mean, you book, that's your match for WrestleMania, and that's how you get there. Now, yep. I mean, now what do you do with Stone Cold? So because obviously your your mania, the mania that I built, which is kind of like that match card. I was thinking more of the invasion, but I'm like, nah, you know, I'd save that for mania actually. But so you have that. So who do you have Austin going? <clears throat> well, seeing as how him and Hogan have already done their program, that's done. Hogan is uh, now in a match with uh, Triple H. Uh, Stone Cold's not champion anymore, and they're. Hogan and Hogan and Rock is the unification of the titles, so let's say that for sure. Uh, Stone Cold kind of we try not to get him lost in the shuffle here, but to me, it's like you just put him back in a program with a. Maybe you put him in the power trip then, or you put him okay. back in a program with uh, 
uh, Triple H or something, just to have a big Mania match. Because they've had a ton of matches, though, off of Mania. But maybe Stone Cold and Triple H do their big Mania match that year. But that takes away uh, the Chris Jericho and Triple H thing. So, And, I mean, honestly, I think you could still do Triple H and Jericho, and that's still going to draw. Because of the Stephanie thing. Right. And obviously, you know, your your main draw is going to be Hogan and Rock. Because yeah. that, people see that on a on a poster or on the commercials. And even if they don't watch wrestling, they're going to be like, oh, well, maybe I should get back into it. Yeah. Um, maybe you do Taker and uh, Kevin Nash in a singles. Just because they had it, you know, they had it in the 90s. It was Taker and Diesel. But yeah. it's the two big men going at it. Okay. And it's it's maybe do maybe maybe you do Scott Hall and Kane here. That's kind of what I was thinking, kind of yeah. where I was going because they've done that. It it was kind of a rivalry. The way I look at it is, I kind of booked it like it was a rivalry all year because that was the two big guy tag teams at the time. And so you kind of just split it up and you do two singles because I like seeing I like seeing the singles matches more at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Just my opinion. So maybe you do that, and, you know, like, uh, Taker and Kevin have had many a match before, but this one is different, because it's like, he's representing NWO, and it's still just kind of, it's like WrestleMania just finishes the NWO's feud with the WWF guys, and after that is kind of when, you know, NWO still goes away afterwards. Yeah, which, I mean, I think it should have once, you know, Hogan and Rock put on the eventual the eventual match they do, at even yeah. you know our version of WrestleMania 18. It's like okay, well, Hogan gets a face reaction, so we want to see we want to see the red and yellow Hogan. Yeah, at this- he sticks around. Yeah, like you said. Um, so you got you got uh, Hogan and Rock unifying the titles. You got Rock wins. Rock wins, so he unifies. He's the undisputed champ, and that makes it kind of a bigger deal, and he's going to drop the title soon anyways because he's going to do the Scorpion King or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, do we go with Stone Cold and Triple H just for shits and giggles, for, or do we do the Triple H and Chris Jericho for the Stephanie rivalry thing? Just to I, put... I, I, I think you stick with Triple H, and Stephanie, or Triple H and Jericho. Yeah, that works because that's that takes... That fills a spot for for Stone Cold to do something else or right. whatever. And see, in my fantasy booking, just to give it away yeah. here, because, you know, we, we, we are at WrestleMania now, so this is obviously where it's going to kind of cut off. But yeah. see, at some point, I think to give Stone Cold a different match and give people a match they want to see, and you give them another big-time, you know, match feel, you have Goldberg come in. I was. I thought you were going to say that, so I think that's perfect. Because okay. let's let's say in a perfect world, like you said, in a perfect world, Goldberg's Ted Turner contract is up at the end of two thousand one, or the start of two thousand and two, and then you kind of start that. Maybe what do you say? No way out. You kind of start yeah. that build. Yeah. Because <clears throat> for that, you don't really need a build because it's. It's the the bald goatee guy against the bald. Versus, guy. I was just about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you and everybody kind of. I mean, in the late nineties, we all wanted to see it. It was on the cover yeah. of Pro Wrestling yep. Illustrated every freaking month. Yeah, but here I'll, the... I'll give I'll give the uh, rundown of my matches. 
Cool. So I've got Hogan Rock, obviously. Keep Austin it. Austin yeah. Goldberg. Yep. What's up? Huh? What'd you say? No, I just said yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and then I have Undertaker going against Sting. So we get that. Like I said, this is a, a fantasy. Ah. This is your, you know, perfect world. Vince's checkbook's wide freaking open. So he goes ahead and brings in Sting to fight Taker. And we don't have to. I mean, obviously, we still haven't got it. But, I mean, most likely yeah. we're never going to see it. But this would have been a good time no. to see it because Taker's still Taker. And Sting's still Sting. Sting is still Sting. And then I have, Maybe it's a one-off. Yeah. And then I have Flair versus Triple H. Oh, man, that's good. So you get the the mentor versus the student, because obviously Triple H being a huge Ric Flair fan, yeah. you get that here. And this is kind of like when you go into, like, evolution. They have... Yeah, see, that makes a lot of sense. They have a barn burner of a match, and then, you know, they embrace at the end, you know, they're... Ric Flair cries like he always does. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm a crybaby too. I'm, I've got no problem with men crying because I. That's how it goes, man. I, I saw, That's how it goes. I saw pictures of my kids from like three years ago this morning. Start crying. I cried yesterday, my oldest son's birthday. Um, no, that's all right. So I've got uh, as a tag team three way match. I've got Harlem Heat. Hashtag vape gimmick. I've got Harlem Heat versus the Dudleys versus the APA. I like it. I've got Chris Benoit versus Kurt Angle. Love it. That could be like your Intercontinental title match. Yeah, that's on there. That's on the fucking card, man. Yeah. I've got Jericho versus Taz versus Billy Gunn. See, Jericho, you have got representing WCW. You've got Taz representing ECW, obviously. And then Billy Gunn's your WWF guy in this match. And, I mean, all three of those guys can go. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, yeah, you might, might be like, well, you're kind of throwing Chris Jericho away. But not really. Especially no, in this it's gonna time. it's gonna be a great match. Yeah. And then I've got uh, a six man tag. It's Raven, Saturn, and Kidman versus Too Cool. I've got uh X Pac versus Dean Malenko versus Tajiri. That's your cruiser cruiserweight match. Yeah. I've got Big Show versus Big Boss Man, which eventually happens. I'm not sure it will actually it kinda happened before this, didn't it? Yeah, it was when he hung him. Yeah. <laughs> what year was that? 99. Okay, so I'm WrestleMania two, 15. I'm two years late. All right, so then I've got uh, another tag match. Uh, it's the Steiner Brothers versus Edge and Christian. Yeah. I've got another tag match. It's DDP and Who Betted in Canyon versus... Because I think that would be a good match. Um, and then this was kind of the uh, the wild card because... When I sent this list over to uh, Levi, I was like, just look at what I've got and tell me what you think stands out. And he, he noticed it right away. But this at this point in time, it would have been a killer fucking match. I've got Taka Michinoku versus AJ Styles. Because AJ was with the company at the time. He was with WCW, so why not get him over? And yeah. then I've got another triple threat. This one was more of a, eh, kind of whatever. It's Funaki versus Hurricane versus Spike Dudley. Just to kind of get everybody on the show. Then I've yeah. got Kane versus Mike Awesome. This obviously isn't in order of any kind. I mean, you can play with the cards. Just what you, you have, yeah. yeah. And then in another triple threat match, you've got Eddie Guerrero versus D'Lo Brown versus RBD. Another triple threat of three guys that can all go. Damn, they're all like dream matches. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm saying yeah. this is a perfect world, so that's what I got. So, I mean, like I said, like the top shit, the top six or seven matches, you could roll with that for a year. Yeah, totally. I mean, I love that even that triple threat uh, tag match with Harlem Heat, Dudley's, and APA. They could have yeah. did some good shit with that. Yeah, because that's a, that's one from each company. Yeah, and that's just. The three good, great tag teams at the time, man. I loved APA. I did, too. Well, and they were kind of like that same, like, Attitude Era of Stone Cold. You know, we sit around, smoke cigars, and drink, and yeah, poker, you know? I mean, they're just, the boys will be boys. Yep. And, I mean, WCW so I th- was where the big boys played, so. So, what do we call, what do we call the official WrestleMania 18 card? We do the... Like we said, we do Hogan and Rock, for sure. We do Austin uh, Goldberg. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because Goldberg's contract is up, whatever. You make up a little story, whatever you want to make up. Um, and then that, that happens. Do you do you like the Sting Taker here? Yeah, yeah, I do. Because let's just say it's fantasy booking. You say Sting's – they negotiated with Turner – that Sting could do a one-off match at WrestleMania. He could do a month with WWF just to make this match happen. And that's a huge selling point because the money they're going to draw from this WrestleMania 18 alone is going to pay for whatever he had to pay out of his pocket, basically, and the build to it, mm-hmm. the merch, the Raws. Everything's going to be sold out. Because, I mean, be cause I mean you could legitimately make, like, like especially like they do now, I see them all the time, uh, usually on 80stees.com or Amazon. The match shirts. Yeah. Any of these matches I just said could be on one of those shirts. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, you definitely you definitely do Undertaker and Sting. And those are, like, your three mains right there. Yeah. And, and uh, what was your Triple H one? Did Flair. you have a Triple H one? Flair. Because so, yeah, Flair I could mean... still go in 01. Yeah, I mean, him and Sting had a great match that on the last, last Nitro. Match at Nitro was great. Yep. Um, so, we we both liked the Benoit angle. Yep. Um, maybe just because that one's just maybe a, the tag match with Harlem Heat, Dudley's, and APA. You just add the Steiners, Edge and Christian, Hardy Boys. You make it like a like a gauntlet kind of thing. Uh, yeah, whatever they uh, the tag the team turmoil. Team? Yeah, who's the last team standing? You know. Yeah. Um, what do you do? I mean, what do you do with Jericho? Because now, well, now that we're trying to, like, figure this out, I feel like he is getting kind of tossed aside. <laughs> as much yeah, as I, I mean, like my triple threat, I'm like, fuck, what do I do with Jericho here? Maybe you just do Jericho and Eddie. Oh, just yeah. Just for a European or something. Or just... Shit, just or just for just because, yeah, exactly. You don't have to do it for a title because that match is going to be awesome. So yeah, Jer- I mean, because that's two WCW, ECW, and WWE. Okay, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Jericho and Eddie, you open the show with that. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely open. And then after that, maybe like the Taka AJ Styles thing. Yeah, that's yeah, it's because uh, it's still well, a good, it's still a good match, but you're gonna get some a little more high flying out of it. But is but is Vince gonna let that go on the card? Probably right? not. That'd be a pre-show match or a heat match. I think I think you do it on heat. 
Not, I'm not shooting your idea down. Or no, 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 no. But at this point, our, AJ, but at this point, AJ Styles wasn't AJ Styles. He was just there. Yeah, he was just a guy. And, and at this point, even Taka was wasn't really on TV that much. He, I mean, he was still on the roster because I had to look. I yeah. looked at both rosters in 2001, and that's what I went off of. After they cut off Val's PP, that was choppy to PP. <laughs> Don't mess with Mister Yamaguchi, son. No. Or Mrs. Yamaguchi son. Man, she was hot too. Me and my me and my brother had the biggest crush on her. We thought she Mrs. was. Mrs. Yamaguchi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's a great card. What's your tag what's your tag title match? The turmoil? Yeah. For the we, titles? I say we scratch all the because, I mean obviously we'd have to like minimize this. Yeah, yeah. So we scratch that, we put them all together, and it's kinda like a turmoil slash gauntlet thing. Last team standing wins the titles. Yeah, totally. And that, that, that makes I WrestleMania. Versus Mike Awesome. So, I mean. Yeah, that's on there. I just, sure. I was just trying to think of, like, two bigger guys. And Mike Awesome was WCW and ECW. So. Yeah. So, the, it, we basically did book it. You know, it ends at Survivor Series with. It's over with them trying to take over the company. But the, WrestleMania 18 is the official culminating of all the rivalries. And after this, it just goes on with Raw and SmackDown, and it's it's over with. It is what it is. WCW would officially, and ECW would officially be dead. And Sting literally after, who wins Sting and Taker? Now now we now we say who wins these matches. Okay, yeah, okay. Who, win, who wins all Jericho right, so, and Eddie? All right, so Jericho and Eddie, since we're going to, we'd open with that. Um... I think Jericho, because what we did here, we basically just took Jericho's undisputed championship reign away. So we give him a win. So we give him a win. What we we just buried Jericho. So, but we but Jericho, if he uh, if he ever for whatever god awful reason he ever listens to this, he knows he knows we we love him. Yeah, yeah. As this much was just as we talked about that Jericho Omega match, and as much as I defended him for your buddy Nesbit calling him a middle aged man. Yeah. Or middle-aged crazy guy. That's what he called him. Yep. Yeah. He so. he wins. He wins against Eddie. He, he wins. So then I think you go. You go to the tag team turmoil match because that's gonna that Eddie and Eddie and Jericho is gonna be a solid. You could probably get a. I'd say what thirty. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think you just call it for a European title just because. Yeah. Just because. And at this point, we say that. I lost. I lost you on sound for a second. I can hear I'm you back. Now. Sorry, my wife was trying to call me. Um, yeah, I mean it's for the European. Uh, shit, I lost my train of thought. We're on tag team um, turmoil. And or say okay, one more time, team. the teams. Okay, so it's Harlem Heat. Yeah. The Dudleys. APA. APA. Uh, Steiners, Edge and Christian, Hardy Boys, and DDP and Canyon. That's a tough one, man. Who who's the last man standing on this one? Um, I I I think because I see Vince going with APA. Yeah, because it's his guys. Big. Oh my god! But I can also see Harlem Heat walking out just because legit brothers. And, yeah. And you know Booker T really got a lot of TV time at this point. Yeah, I think. In the original invasion, he was like the shining star. Yeah, 
he, he of, was of the that one, brand. He was the one. Awful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he was good. Everything was good and bad, but he was never bad. No, no, Booker was always great. Um, and then from here, maybe Benoit Angle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Angle, I think wins. Yeah, that's it's that's a match you've seen, but it it can just be done so many times and always be awesome. But I think Angle. But, wins but at it. this point, it hadn't be done, hadn't been done. So this. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Then, then we could go. We could do Kane, Kane Mike, Mike awesome. awesome. I think Kane wins that because it's a WWF guy. Yeah, but maybe I mean maybe even you could make it like a, some kind of fatal four way and throw RVD and uh, Raven in. Yeah, why not? It's for the hardcore title. There you go. Um, uh, it's who do you? Th- I mean, it's for the WWF hardcore title. So you think a WWF guy has to win it? Or does he? I, th- I think I think Raven wins. Yeah, that works. That works. Raven's the man. Um, yeah, Raven's cool. Um, um. So what was after that was Triple H and Flair. Yeah, because I mean, at this point, I think we I think we book it at three hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, I mean, it's we mania. don't. I can go over. Yeah, but we don't want the sixteen-hour show because in our last no. four. <laughs> Our last four are probably going to go at least 20 to 30 apiece. So, yeah, from yeah. here, Triple H and Flair. Uh, I think Triple H wins because who uh, is going to beat Triple H? Uh? He put he, – and Flair, Flair's got no problem putting him over. No. Because that's Flair. And, like I said, and he's going to cry. Yeah, Triple H, they hug at the end, embrace, and that's kind of like we start evolution a little early. Yeah. But at first, it's just Triple H and Flair. I mean, that's how it was, though, at the end of yeah, the year. Yeah, and then they kind of, like, look and see who who's where. Um, see ya. Sting taker here. Um, I, I feel tough, like dude. it is tough, but because you can't I, kill Undertaker's streak, man. No, you can't kill it here. So taker wins. But and, like, it, and it's, it's a one-off. Yeah, it's a, it's a close one. It's a one-off. But Taker has to win to keep the streak, and because Sting's not sticking around, so it does no justice for him if he yeah, wins. He, yeah, Sting's bouncing after this. He's he goes to TNA. Yeah, a lot of these guys start to drop off. They're like, okay, well, we're not getting TV time, so everybody that's not getting TV time is, is going away. Just like how it was. Yeah. Um, and then we got Austin Goldberg. Austin wins. Yep. Because that's Vince's boy, and it's our boy. So, and, and they're and they're just gonna give like, okay, Goldberg's. This is his first match in the company. Yeah, he's not wrestling any. I mean, he shows up, he beats people's ass, but he doesn't wrestle until this match. Yeah, he's been in the company. And- they cross. They cross paths a few it's times. Goldberg. Yeah, you were cutting out there for a second. Yeah, I'm gonna try to call again. Let's wrap this up. Uh, All right, we're going home. Austin beats Goldberg. Agreed. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And then for the the strap, the main event, Hogan Rock. Hogan's the WWF Rock. champion. Rock's WCW champ. Rock wins. Rock wins and unifies the belts because he is he's the man at the time. And NWO is officially dead at the end of the show. I say, I say Hogan even like there's a fan with a Hulkamania shirt on. Yeah. Hogan takes it and puts it on, and like the crowd like. Loses their shit. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those prop and it, fans. And and, Ma- and Mania ends with Hogan and Rock posing in the ring to real Americans. Doing the, yeah, doing the same thing they kind of did at the original. 
Yeah, and but then, real and, Americans playing in the, in yeah, the background. Yeah, real Americans and playing. Like, and, like, a flag drops down, a U.S. flag drops down, and pyro starts going off. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Dude. Hell, yeah. So then, that's, just to that's say, shit. <laughs> you, can, you can pretty much say that the same thing, Raw after that Mania, is kind of the same, because uh, you say Hogan and Rock tag team against the NWO guys, because that's what happened. And Hogan and Rock go over, and he's out of the NWO. And then pretty much from there, you just get the rest of 2002 as it is. Some things a little early, some things a little different. But, yeah, that's it, man. I think that's a perfect fantasy book into the invasion. Because it's a full year. Yeah, I mean, we just booked a full year in 52 minutes, 53 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Or Well, you booked mostly booked – the year, and then I kind of swooped in and stole Mania from you, so I apologize. No, that's that. no, but, that's cool because I, mean, I, I didn't realize that I, I didn't know I had went overboard on the booking thing because <laughs> I went pretty good. crazy. It kind of it kind of let in, and then we we tussled with Mania together. So yeah, um, I say we take her home so I can call my wife so I don't get murdered since tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Yeah, I gotta go do some. And Valentine's we don't want shopping. it to be a Saint Valentine's Day massacre. Oh, which we'll reveal next dungeon. next year in February. Yeah, that'll be the twenty years. I say we do it then. We were yeah. we were right yesterday. We made it. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So, anyways, we're gonna do some Valentine's shopping. That was our fantasy booking of the two thousand one invasion angle. I think we should do another poll to see what's next for fantasy booking. Well, I I, I say next week. That way we can get Robert on because obviously he won't be on this week, unfortunately, because we had to drop her on SmackDown because nobody listened to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, people listen to it, but just not as many as we wanted to listen to it. Yeah. Um. So ne- I say next week we, we we spend the next week working on the AJ Styles spotlight. Yeah, let's do AJ next week. So we'll make Robert watch some TNA, and I'll have to go back and watch some TNA. Well, I have but, a lot of them too, and I know a lot of that too as well. So. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start from like WCW. Yeah, man. Yeah. Watch a couple of those matches. Download the Global Wrestling WWE Network. Network. I'm going to. I had it on my phone when it first, like the first hour it was out, and it just wasn't really working the way I wanted it to. No. But I'll re-download it, and uh, I'll watch some of AJ's TNA stuff on there. Yeah. It's, you get a 30-day trial, so. And then we'll, we'll obviously, you know, culminate with where he's at now. The yep. WWE my fucking champion. And try to pump another show out this week at some point. You want to do Thursday yeah, morning, we'll- maybe? Yeah, maybe we can do a quick one just to maybe recap everything that's happened this week. Yeah. Just like a brief 20-minute one like we did with SmackDown last week. That was that was a big show for us. We did good numbers. Yeah, maybe we do uh, Thursday We just Thursday morning or late Wednesday night. We just say this. Well, tomorrow's Valentine's. I can't do that. Yeah, nix that idea. <laughs> yeah, so th- maybe Thursday morning. It's uh, this week. What's happening this week or what happened this, this week? This week. What happened this week in pro wrestling? PW this week. Ooh, I like that. This week in PW. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope everybody we enjoys this. We can play this. with this all we want. Speaking of playing with stuff, if you want to play with a t-shirt. <laughs> if you want to play with your computer and mouse or your smartphone, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Shields and Quads and pick up one of our two designs. Both designed by my wife's cousin, Miss Caitlin Diallo. <laughs> Thank you so much, Caitlin, for your continued service. And she's actually working on a new shirt. As we speak, the one we Ooh. talked about last week, Levi. Yes. Um, and then also, I want to thank our <coughs> today, uh, Derek from Curtain Jerker Designs. He is also working on a t-shirt for us. 
um, like he talked about this this morning, and he kind of surprised me with it. I didn't even know it was coming. And thank you, good sir. Out there. Um, but he is going to come back because we got to do a part two because we talked a little bit about his background. But also, I wanted to talk about the more business side of wrestling. So he's going to come back when Levi's available, when we can all be together, and we're going to go into that because he did a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. So that'll be a cool episode. Um, also, if you don't like our shirts at Pro Wrestling Tees, obviously go to collarandelbowbrand.com. Yeah, use coupon Easy. code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout and save yourself 10% on your order. But why all caps? Because we're heels and quads. Welcome to the heels, heels and quads, quads podcast. podcast. Tell your friends and tell, tell your enemies. <laughs> All right. That was a good harmony. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.